Wow, this is comfy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Wow, hey? Awesome. I love you. I love you too, really? Timbo. It's been only four days and we're kind of this close. <laughs> One week I'm squeezing into a racing car hurtling around a track at 240 kilometres an hour. The next, I'm crammed into the back of a van crawling through Manila. All in the name of marketing, of course. Well, I say, welcome to a small business marketing show. Where successful small business owners share their souls. To take your marketing straight to the lead. Now, here's your host, Mr. Timbo Reed. And welcome back to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I'm your host, Timbo Reed, But you, so much more importantly... You are a motivated business owner and you are ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it deserves to be. Now, I recorded this show on the second small business big marketing outsourcing trip to the Philippines and the interviews you're about to hear include a little bit of ambient noise in the background as I did them in a minibus. You won't hear any cockfighting or anything, but uh, you will hear a little bit of traffic noise, so bear with that. Now, eight listeners and myself spent three days checking out the big wide world of outsourcing, and I start at the end, which you'll hear very shortly. But before we head off on this journey, I'm well aware outsourcing means different things to different people. For some, it's un-Australian and all about sending jobs offshore. I've shared my views about this in a recent episode, so now it's time to focus on a glass half full. For others, like the people you're about to hear from, Outsourcing parts of your business process offshore is a game changer, one that has opened up a world of freedom they didn't know existed, of cost savings that will enable them to reinvest in their business or their personal well-being. Plus, there's been positive outcomes that they never even considered before heading over. I do hope this episode gives you a better understanding of outsourcing and what it can do for you. Now, a little housekeeping first. The Small Business Big Marketing Show is brought to you by Web Central, who can build a beautiful and effective website plus help you get it found. Check them out over at webcentral.com.au and by Cornerstone Business Solutions, an Aussie-owned, family-run outsourcing business based in the Philippines, helping time-poor business owners embrace the amazing world of outsourcing that you're just about to hear about. As per usual, team, there is marketing G-O-L-D dripping from the roof inside the small business big marketing's minibus. So let's get stuck right in. All right, as I said, let's start at the end. My second Philippines tour has finished and I'm about to head home. And I've got a lot on my mind as I taxi down the runway. All righty, well, right now I am recording this from the tarmac at Manila International Airport, sitting in the plane waiting to take off at the end of a wonderful Freedom Through Outsourcing tour. The second one, hosted by David Warren of Cornerstone Business Solutions, and I was joined by some wonderful, wonderful listeners who were motivated enough to come over here and check out this flat world economy and see how it can help grow their businesses. It's been a very big week. You're about to hear from them in a minute about what they thought. Uh, But what I can tell you is that we have just spent just over six hours all up in a minibus 
where we drove from, it's only 90 kilometres from uh, Angelina City, which is a province outside of Manila, back into Manila. It's been a very long day. The traffic, I, I, I can't tell you, you got to see it for yourself. The, the traffic in Manila is out of control. It is bumper to bumper gridlock at times. It ain't pretty, but uh, don't let that cloud your view of what's possible in this flat world economy. Oh, we've had a wonderful week. We have visited large call centres, dedicated BPOs, business process outsourcing businesses, some that specialise in accounting and bookkeeping, another that specialises in marketing. We visited an Australian-owned manufacturing business that's set up over here and is doing all sorts of amazing things. We have really said we had a, a visit by a university professor who helped us understand that the Filipino culture and why these people are so wonderful. They really are wonderful. If there's one big insight that I took from this trip and my last trip last year is the quality of the Filipino people. And you'll hear other listeners talk about that very shortly. It's been a wonderful three days. And what I did on the bus trip back from Angelina City into Manila, I had a chat which with each of the listeners who came on the trip. And what you're about to hear is, are those chats where I asked them what were the highlights, was there any aha moments, were their expectations met, and how they feel about the whole outsourcing thing now and how it's going to have impact on their business going forward. So I think we're about to take off. We are, oh, look at that big run. I love seeing a runway at night. Oh, look at those lights shining. So I'll sign off here and we will get stuck in to hear what these wonderful listeners had to say about the last few days. Enjoy. Who am I talking to? My name's Adam Longhurst and I'm the owner and managing director of Leather Italia. Leather Italia. You Italian? Not even close. Not even half English. Not even close. Right. So you're a leather importer, right? Yes, so we import um, leather from Italy high quality and we uh, distribute that right throughout Australia and New Zealand. Okay. What piqued your interest in coming over here? We've been in business for about 15 years and over the last 15 years we've, we've watched the furn- the local furniture industry in Australia be decimated by uh, fully imported furniture in China. So in order to combat that uh, we grew very quickly in the early days and when the imports came flooding in we lost not most of our business but a lot of our business. And we're now in a growth phase again. The the Australian dollar is down. The Australian manufacturers uh, seems to be an early resurgence. So I'm in a growth phase, but I still have to be mindful of uh, protecting our margin to enable the Australian furniture manufacturers to compete. Yeah, right. So in order to do that, I've come across here with my eyes open to to see what's available Mm -hmm. as far as uh, outsourcing of labour is concerned. And I've been very impressed with what I've seen the level of professionalism and qualifications that the young Filipinos have. Was there a moment during the last three or four days where you've gone, oh, the the biggest thing for me was the we went to an outsourcing centre that just specialised in finance and and accounting. Yes. And bookkeeping and accounting. Yeah. Bookkeeping and accounting, and I hadn't really considered that. Mm-hmm. 
but when I sat down and analysed it, it actually takes up a lot of my time. Yeah, yeah. In, in this growth phase, it takes up a lot of my time. Are you a spreadsheet kind of guy? You don't look to be a spreadsheet I, kind I'm of guy. I'm not. No. I'm not. I'm a big picture guy. Isn't it funny, as business owners, we focus on things that if we were to sit back and look at it from a distance, it'd be like, why, why are you doing that? Like, I get cash flow, you know, like if you can't afford to, someone else not to do it, but sure. now that you know there are ways of getting stuff done that you are either no good at, don't like doing, don't have the time to do. Well, I'm in a growth phase again in, in, in our business, so I, I figured that in order to free up my time, uh, I can't afford a bookkeeper full-time mm-hmm. in Australia. Uh, so I'm looking over here, and we're, we're in a truly global economy now. Oh, yeah. So we... If, we are literally if, driving through it, stuck uh, on a 100-kilometre <laughs> freeway going, how fast are we going, Orlean? 15. 15 k. Hey? Uh, yeah, we are. So uh, I'm guessing there'll be people listening to this thinking, wow, outsourcing your bookkeeping and accounting to the Philippines and what about security and what about knowledge transfer and what do you say to that? I I don't see it any different to uh, what I'm doing now with my accountant. Mm -hmm. I I won't be dropping my accountant. Uh, He's a very good accountant. I've had him for 15 years. But he's constantly on my back about bookkeeping. Yeah, right. So I figured I can't afford a bookkeeper. I've got to do it. I'm a big picture guy. I don't like doing Mm -hmm. it. I can't stand doing the GST, but the government demands that we we submit our BAS monthly. So Mm -hmm. that has to be attended to in a timely manner. And uh, what better way to do it than... And because we put our uh, accounting programs up into the cloud in, in March of this year, uh, so now I can truly find uh, people who are professional and uh, prefer- uh, and prepared to look after the security side of that. Mm-hmm. I don't see any difference if somebody's in uh, Chatswood uh, and I have to trust them that somebody's in the Philippines and I have to trust them. Yeah, right. So there, there is a, a cultural difference. What is that cultural difference that you've noticed? The big take-home for me on the culture is the Filipino people are very family-oriented. Mm. And not that Australians aren't. Mm. Uh, there's a close-knit, very high, dense population. And in travelling through the traffic, like we are now, mm-hmm. uh, very, very few people are using their horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if they do, it's out of love, generally. Uh, generally. Toot, toot, love you. Toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> and people cross the road and there's jeepneys going by and tricycles going by and I had uh, it's organised chaos that's the best it, well it, it is I mean I see that in every Asian country <clears throat> I just amazed at how it, everything just seems to work right I mean yes. and it's got to because if it didn't there'd be kind of chaos it's, yes. it's organised chaos so I, my, my message yeah, to anybody that might be listening to this I don't know if there are but go no, give, give your message anyway. eyes, <laughs> yeah, that's right anybody who's listening in me being able to provide a better service for my clients is going to help them grow and if they're growing they're going to be employing local people and that's the way I look at it it's just another uh, some people buy components offshore we're trying to source labor offshore and it's as simple as that so there might be some sort of redisbursement of labor in the Australian workforce uh, the economy goes like that sometimes it's a readjustment Adam, thank you. I wish you all the well, all the best in your growth phase. Thank you, Timbo. What a great message from Adam. Some people buy components offshore, others buy labour offshore. Couldn't have put it better myself. Now, whatever your business is, growth has got to be the name of the game, right? One of the business owners on the tour has made outsourcing a key to his growth. And in fact, it's been years 
in the planning. My name's Russ Porteous. I'm a co-founder of a company called Firewise and uh, I've been working in the fire protection industry for nearly 30 years. So Russ, what appealed to you about coming on this outsourcing tour? I guess the fact that we're um, travelling overseas to learn about how business is done in the new economy and I could see it happening. We've been outsourcing elements of our business for some time now. Things that my team have a budget to do themselves. So really this is just formalising and crystallising the things that I wanted to know and understand about a workforce in a country that speaks perfect English. Righto. Now before we get stuck into some maybe an aha moment that you've come across while being over here in the Philippines, you have already an outsourcing policy. So yeah, our policy is pretty simple that um, anyone in our business can spend up to $100 a month outsourcing any element of their job they like. Genius. The most common thing is outsourcing data entry um, and we can go online, find people doing data entry on an ad hoc basis very quickly. So we've been doing that for a couple of years. Right, okay. Other examples? Um, we get CAD work done, so AutoCAD is done overseas. I'm currently getting our website done overseas. That's in a more expensive economy, but it's still being done overseas. What do you say to those people listening right now who are saying, oh, he's sending all those jobs off and offshore? So we've retained all our jobs. My whole team have the capacity to do more with the same amount of time. Right, okay. So has there been a moment on the tour where you've gone, wow? I guess um, we went to a BPO, Business Process Outsourcing, outsourcing Company yeah. in Manila that was as professional as anywhere I've ever been to uh, in Australia. They were self-learning, they understood technology, and their professionalism was just off the charts amazing. So there's, you know, that, that level of skill and professionalism is, it just blew my mind. Yeah, right. Did you come in with any limiting beliefs and have them kind of busted? No. Um, I, I was well researched. This you, are, been... you are. There's one thing I've learned about you. You research things to within an inch of their life. Yeah, I, I understood what I was getting into. This is something that I've planned without a joke. This has been 15 years in the planning. So wow. every element of our business has been designed to be able to do this for this moment. So. You know, there are no surprises. Having already outsourced elements of our business on an ad hoc basis, really what this has done is crystallise what's possible and what can be done on a professional and consistent basis. Yeah, right. What do you say to the business owner listening who's under the pump? Might be time pressure, money pressure, combination of both. Now that you've seen this flat world, this flat world. Yeah, yeah flat earth. Flat um, earth. In simple terms, if you're under, and I'm, I own a business and you know I, have, I ebb and flow with the economy, if you're under the pump, then you probably need to invest some time, take time away from your business to think big picture on how you can improve your systems and processes to get leverage. Once you can systemize your business, then you can consider outsourcing. But until then, you'll probably just end up with another job. That Good you've advice, got to do. Russ. Thanks, buddy. No worries. Thank you. Well, there you go. That was the very well-planned Russ Porteous, whose outsourcing journey has been a lazy 15 years in the making. You don't have to rush these things, Russ. Now, 
Are you starting to see a pattern emerge? I certainly am. My head is exploding with ideas at this point. I'm so inspired by people who have a dream, then take positive steps to make it a reality. You know, after chatting to Russ, and I'm going to catch up with his son in a minute, who has had his eyes seriously wide opened on the tour, I awkwardly make my way over to the back seat of the minibus for a chat with past guest Marcus Nichols and partner Ariel. My name's Ariel Endine and I run Akuna Pet Resort. We've run it for Oh, the old years. Akuna Pet Resort. That would make you a all sort of past guest of my show or your better half. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> there he is. Marcus, welcome Can't help back. Myself. Thank you, sir. Here we are, travelling down the highway. Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. You are now we're finishing the tour. What what kind of drew you into deciding to come on the tour? Marcus came back from an oxygen therapy where he was listening to a podcast by this <laughs> fellow called Timbo. Ah, bless him. And uh, said, hey, do you want to come to the Philippines? Just like that? Yeah, just like that. Was it something that had been sort of brewing? It was. We'd been considering outsourcing for, uh, seriously, for two, two and a half years. Wow. And we had, in fact, used a graphic designer uh, artist in the Philippines, not the Philippines, in Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and some copywriters in America and a graphic artist in America, but she'd come via her degree from okay. Brazil. So. so two and a half years in the making, what... Well, you, you were already outsourcing, so nothing really held you back. You're kind of putting your toe in the water, but you wanted to sort of take it to that next step and see what this world was really about. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I'd say we just weren't being brave enough, to be honest. Ah, lacked courage. You lacked a yep. bit of business courage. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Okay. Yeah. Why? What were you afraid of? Oh, afraid of feeling that someone that I wasn't sitting next to would be able to to do a good enough job ah. and get the results that I wish to have if I couldn't be beside them right. and in the same room as them. And, and being a control freak all your life, Marcus? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely love it. I love it. Cut out myself. <laughs> so, okay, here you are. Uh, what has been an aha moment for you, Ariel? I'd concur with uh, Russ, who's also just done a podcast interview with you, uh, which is I wasn't expecting the dynamicism of the team here. They truly, what do you mean by that? They truly look to me and function with the same enthusiasm and intelligence and creativity and drive and they truly seem to me like a marketing department that I would employ in Australia, only they're here in the Philippines and they're Filipino. That's truly the only difference. I'm sure there's lots of cultural differences, but in terms of the output of their work and the quality of the work and, and how they're a team and and how enthusiastic they are and and their culture, their workplace culture, all that team stuff that we've got going on in Australia and all the business books say, it's all here as well, hmm. depending on the BPO, I guess. But we looked at some, we looked at a number that really had a lot of that going on. It is amazing and we were lucky enough to sit with, was he a professor? Well, you, the, the fellow who kind of, yeah, Will's nodding his head, he was a professor at some university that kind of took us inside the life of a Filipino and the culture and... Yeah, whilst it's different, it's a bit the same. I spoke to that group of marketing VAs that you mentioned earlier. Yesterday, I did a 90-minute training session with them, and one of the blokes in the audience was a, an MBA. Wow. So it's like, you know, like, I needed to bring him up to the front of the stage, and I should have been sitting in the audience. So yeah, they, they have dreams, you know. I, I really took away from this. They have ambition and drive and dreams and want for a better life for themselves and their family, and mm. they're hardworking and want to, want to work hard for it, and are happy, lovely, enthusiastic 
passionate people. Yeah. What do you say to the business owners listening to this who are stuck? Just start. Yeah. Just, just do it, really. You, you would be mad not to. And you know what? I feel like you're going to be there anyway in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years because this 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 is the way, this is the direction it's all going. And mm-hmm. I think you're going to have to get on board at some point. So get on board now instead of later on. What's it going to do for your business? Because, I mean, again, you know, there's people going, well, you're sending jobs offshore. Oh, how do I feel about it? Oh, in our business? In our business, Well, how not, do you feel about that? Or what's it going to do well, in your business? We're not reducing any staff numbers. We just want them to be doing more creative stuff with their time. Which will marketing. grow your business, which will then lead to employing more back home. That's right. That's Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, they're at the moment, they're doing, you know, grunt work, just yeah. data entry stuff that really someone else can do to free up their mind. And they're more talented than that. They, they could Love be it. doing videos and all sorts of stuff. And yeah, you're right. You develop a business back home, give them the time to put into marketing and developing and talking to customers and potential customers. You grow your business, you employ more people because, well, our business particularly, people care for the dogs and people need to, our office staff need to deal with the people and dropping off their dogs and picking up their dogs and chatting. Yeah, right. and that, that's not going to change and, and we're not sending our phones off either. So, yeah, so it's not taking any jobs from us. But Good on you. Yeah, however, even if it was, which in some places it does, I still think, again, it allows you to grow your business and employ more people. Yeah, right. Now, Marcus, I just want to finish with you. What other kind of brainwaves have you had in this oxygen tank, and should I get one? <laughs> hey, they're good stuff. Are they? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just really? describe the scene for us, will okay. you? Okay, in a small tank, uh, the size of probably a uh, circle of about half a square, half of square metres. Right circle uh and long enough to be about seven foot long okay so sort of like you're in an mri yeah is yeah, that right basically okay. yeah yeah fully enclosed though fully yep, in, fully, fully enclosed, enclosed oxygen yep fully enclosed oxygen. but you need to be yep. listening to podcasts yes it's no <laughs> fun it's <laughs> no fun unless you're listening to timbo's uh, podcast yeah, because it. it makes That's the, the stuff, time yeah. perfectly the gold there is a, it is beautiful i love it bring that on <laughs> there is a business idea there i could have the small business big marketing oxygen tank hey? fantastic yeah. bring it on all right yeah, all right yeah, we'll do I, that can i have a share yeah you never know where the next idea is going to come from do you what do you reckon? Should I crowdfund the oxygen tank idea? Sounds quite fun. Probably a very good acoustic too for recording podcasts, the old oxygen tank. Now, before we continue to, well, not really hurtle down the highway towards the airport, but amble, here's a message from a business that makes this show possible. Support for this show comes from Web Central, who are pretty damn good at driving traffic and leads your way. Verity Ma, their marketing head honcho, recently drew an interesting analogy for what a website without traffic is like. Your website is a billboard in the desert if you don't have any traffic coming to it. So similar to having an advertisement out in the Sahara Desert, if you don't have any um, traffic driving past it, then people aren't going to know anything about your business. It's a bit of a waste of time. So yes, it's important and a first step is to get that billboard, which is your website, but past that, you need to actually get found and then from getting found, get leads into your business. So you need to get traffic or cars driving past your website to actually know what you do, what your business offers and how you're different to your competitors. Because your competitors are out there getting traffic to their website. Hmm. <laughs> do camels count as traffic? Web Central, helping your website get found fast. 
Visit webcentral.com.au for exclusive listener offers. Get on Timbo's mailing list over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Support for this show comes from Cornerstone Business Solutions, an Aussie-owned, family-run outsourcing business based in the Philippines, who can reduce your running costs by up to 90%. I asked founder David Warren to share one killer tip that would ensure any business owner's journey into the world of outsourcing was a successful one. The secret is building a small team. And you don't have to have a big team. You know, two people team to get started. And then once you've got a small team on the ground in a structured environment, so that small team helps in regards to HR, payroll, IT. Once you've got that small team on the ground and you learn how to make that team productive, Mm -hmm. then you've got an ability to scale wherever you want to go. Cornerstone Business Solutions, where teams mean business. You can book a chat with David today at cornerstonebusinesssolutions.com.au forward slash consultation. All right, so far we've heard from four established business owners. But before I turned the mic off and got back to watching the Manila traffic crawl by, and I mean crawl, I got the perspective of someone who is just getting started. Will Fortius. I'm Russ's son who just spoke. Old Russ. Yes. Doesn't mind a chat. I'm currently studying engineering at Swinburne. Was four days a week now down to one and working for my dad. Working for the old man. Yep, exactly. Wow. So studying engineering, that's interesting in itself. Uh, We'll come back to that. Tell me, uh, your old man's brought you on this tour? Because what, you're, you're 18, 19? 18. Right. Nearly 19? You should go like 18, 19. Yeah. I'm 19 in like a month's time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is that right, bad. is it? No. No, okay. No. You're 18. Much closer to 18. Yep. So good on you. Good on your old man. Well done, Russo. Thank you. For bringing him over. Boring or inspiring? Not your dad, the tour. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. It's uh, definitely inspiring. Really? Yeah. Or is there um, another word? Eye-opening. Definitely. Why? Coming across, when you think of getting someone else to do your job, you think you typically would think of like an Indian place where there's a million people in one building, all tightly and no air conditioning and just shocking. But coming here, you realise it is exactly the same as what you would see in Australia, but just with Filipinos. Yeah, right. That's I'd, And seeing how well everyone performed, um, especially at the graphic graphics and yeah that was amazing place. that place amazing. the marketing agency we went to that was just that exceeded what i well you, was it's, it's exactly what you what we're talking about listeners is a marketing agency that we visited it was cool it was funky the what was the guy's name who took us on the tour happy 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 happy, happy days his last name was days wasn't it <laughs> should be um, should be anyway if it's not he should just go and change that but yeah like exactly as you would expect to see in sydney or melbourne doing great work um so that was a bit of a moment was there any other moments along the way where you've kind of because you snoozed a lot so i don't know, I don't know how much you've missed but <laughs> a little bit yeah <laughs> i can't fall asleep anywhere yeah but no I, that's a skill mate i'm about all, to hop on a 16 hour flight and i will not be sleeping they're all um very interesting places to go to but yeah. i would say the graphics place was the yeah, right okay very pinnacle of what we saw. Will, you've got um, a whole lot of mates, I imagine, studying. You're doing engineering. Yes. What are other friends studying? Uh, business, there's a lot of business, arts, 
and, and more engineering. I've got a close friend who's doing uh, web development, studying that Ooh. and programming. What are you going to say to him? You're in trouble. Why? Not that you're in trouble, but I'd say some people take it quite slow, and we are quite well off compared to the Philippines here. Mm-hmm. So you, I'd say for my mates coming out of this, they're in the future, not not right now, but well into when they finish uni and finish studying, their jobs could be uh, not on the line, but they need to work their hard. They, I reckon they need to, they want to be ahead of, they don't want to be just an employee. It's, it's a hard thing to get your head around, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they need to step it up. Maybe they, don't, they need to be smart yeah. about how they go about, so your web development bloke, you know, one, he's learning how to develop websites. Yep. Is that the, going to be the best use of his time, or is he better off standing above that and being responsible for a business that does create great websites? He'll have some people locally. He'll have some people uh, offshore. At the moment, I already know that he already does business for himself, not just for web development, but for game coding. Right. He does that as well. Yep. That's on the side. He's been doing that for three years, for a few years. But yeah, he he would need to. Not just he wouldn't. He shouldn't be of the world. He should be above it. He wants to be not just an employee, yep. but actually someone who looks after. Yeah, right. Employees. What did your mates? Did you tell your mates that you were going on this tour? <laughs> yeah, they all they all gave me a bit of lip about saying, "Oh, how's your holiday going to go?" <laughs> right. It's been far from a holiday except yeah, right. for the last <laughs> few hours. Yeah, it's right. It's been very intense, but. A good intensity. Good, mate. Very wise words from a very motivated young man. As an aside, I just want to say well done to Russ for taking the initiative and bringing his son on the tour. You know, as a father of three teenagers myself, doing things like that will positively impact on both Will's future career decisions and their father-son relationship. I love it. One of the places we visited whilst over there was Cornerstone Business Solutions. And by coincidence, past guest and Australia's best marketing speaker, although she might argue that, Amanda Stevens, was there with hubby Brendan. Recently, they'd put on a team of three based in the Philippines, a marketing virtual assistant, a web designer, and a video audio editor, and were over there meeting and inducting them. They were kind enough to spend some time with us sharing their journey so far. So I asked Amanda if her expectations had been met. We came here with pretty high expectations um, based on the conversations that we'd had and how we know the the great organisation that Dave runs. Uh, Our expectation has been probably exceeded at at every point, um, both in terms of what the guys are able to... The output. The output is just extraordinary. It's... You know, I've worked with lots of creatives and uh, their output and ability to just get the job done is just phenomenal. Um, and to the point where, as the last week has evolved, we've, uh, it's opened our eyes. We came here with pretty open, pretty open mind, but seeing what they're able to do and how well they're able to do it um, has probably opened our eyes more to how we could use this resource that we've got in ways that we could never have imagined a week ago. Examples? Oh, well, just even, for example, we, we have some clients, uh, a, a person who's also a good mate, uh, Michael, Mick, he, um, his business, he needs someone specifically 
to take care of a bit of back-end filing. Now, to get someone to make it financially viable in Australia, for the amount, he's in that phase where it's like, do I put someone on or do I continue to try and have my wife do it or do it myself on the Sunday or whatever it might be? And so to have the ability now that we've been here, we can, we can okay, well, we've got someone who can help take care of that and we can outsource that then from the outsourcing that we're taking on ourselves. So it expands our business then as well through the through managing other businesses and consulting. Mm. And, and so it's one little just, example there. Yeah, yeah, and I think just also having the resource, like video, we know that video content's important <coughs> for our business and to promote my speaking. Uh, and we just, we're not fully leveraging that opportunity simply as we haven't had the resource and it's been cost prohibitive. So now that we have seen what our video editor's able to do and how quickly he's able to do it and animate stuff and make it look schmick, like we're talking world-class output. Now that we've seen that, we're just in content creation phase now, which where we've, ne- we've never allowed ourselves to have that, to go down that road because we just knew we could never have that level of content produced and now um, there's no reason that we won't be able to pump out a few videos a week, which, you know, you think about what that can potentially do to a business. Like that, 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 that one strategy and that one resource that we have, I think for us, will be a game changer. Amanda then went on to share another aha moment. And probably the other surprise is just their ability to um, take something and follow a process, but also demonstrate incredible initiative around it. Absolutely. So understanding and, you know, we've taken a lot of time with them, not just teaching them the process of each task and each client and each project they're working on, but giving them the rationale. And I think that people, I get the sense that over here people underestimate how well they'll understand a rationale or the reason why we're doing something. And for us anyway, with our team, spending the time to communicate with them the why as much as the what has made a big difference because they get it and they just take initiative. They still follow the process, but they also go over and above and our team have come up with ideas on certain projects this week that we hadn't even thought of. And here's what Amanda had to say about one of her new team members. So we have a marketing BA who also uh, serves as the team leader, if you like. So she looks after social media, She's doing, working on social media for five accounts, uh, five different businesses, mm-hmm. and just doing a whole bunch of general tasks. She's also, we run Infusionsoft in our business, so she's Infusionsoft trained, so she's starting to get up to so speed good. to take over some of those campaigns, That's which is goal. great. Fantastic. She's like, I just, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to getting just, home and just... Just on the Infusionsoft thing, yeah. the amount of time that, um, and it was Amanda that used to do that at home, uh, the amount of time to try and create those lead pages and create the sequences that went through yeah. based on Amanda's busy schedule already. I mean, the amount of free time there, we, we haven't even quantified that into what mm. what that's worth yet because we haven't got back to, to to Australia yet. So we don't even know. We know what we've done already. Yep. We just don't... I mean, it's obviously a positive. It's just where where is that? How much time have we released? And what's the fiscal value on that? Like, we don't know. Hey, thanks to Amanda and Brendan for allowing me to share those insights. I'm certainly keen to hear how Amanda uses her newfound time. Ah, so many lines there that I refuse to touch. Oh boy, what a trip, eh? Don't you love hearing from business owners who've experienced huge shifts in the way they go about growing their business? How does hearing all this make you feel? Excited about what this flat world economy offers in helping grow your business? Annoyed that you haven't even started your outsourcing journey yet. Don't be annoyed. The leap, when you make it, is nowhere near 
as scary as you think, I promise. If you're feeling pumped, then that's great. Harness that energy and start to take positive steps towards building your virtual team today. Now I'm back in Melbourne and I've had time to digest everything I've learned during my time away. So here's my top three attention grabbers. Thanks to Web Central's simple and effective website solutions and Cornerstone Business Solutions, whose goal is to transform your business's profitability through some smart outsourcing. Sounds pretty good, right? Attention grabber number one, diversity of skills. Outsourcing to the Philippines isn't limited to getting a virtual assistant to help with your back office admin. I saw specialists in bookkeeping, accounting, CAD drawings, graphic design, social media management, inbound and outbound calling. I could go on, but I'm sure you get the picture. Attention grabber number two, Teams. If you're going to outsource and plan to put on multiple staff around the one discipline, e.g. marketing or finance or administration, then it makes sense to have them all in one place, like Brendan and Amanda have done. And I don't mean country or city. I mean in the one building. We visited multiple businesses that make this possible. And attention grabber number three, don't make this bigger than it needs to be. What we're really talking about here is simply employing people. Yeah, they might be thousands of miles away, but they're smart, motivated, highly educated. They speak the Queen's English and are only a Skype video call away. Well, they're my top three attention grabbers. What grabbed your attention? Head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 319 and let me know. Hey, thanks to all the listeners who trusted me enough to join me on this recent trip, including George and Alison, who didn't get a chance to share their views on this episode. Plenty of marketing gold coming your way in the weeks ahead. Next episode, I have a chat with the 2016 Young Australians of the Year who've started a mobile clothes washing service for homeless people that unfortunately, yeah, it's booming. Be sure to check out cornerstonebusinesssolutions.com.au if you love the idea of drastically reducing your running costs through some smart outsourcing. You can actually give them a buzz, 02 9083 6689. Hey, who would have thought? A phone number. How very analogue. And webcentral.com.au, who can not only build you a beautiful website, but they'll make sure it gets found by your all-important customers. Hey, team, until next week, I am Timbo Reid. Always have been, always will be. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.